Well, welcome back to Not So Famous. Welcome to Not So Famous, guys. Um, I've spoken about these cookies quite a bit, looking for them. (laughs) You're just going to get straight right into it. Yes. I finally found the Brookios. I'm so happy for you. I went into CVS because I needed toothpaste. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, going to go shopping that day anyways. And I was, like, I it was a bust. Like, there was nothing. Yeah. And so I was like, let me go into CVS, get myself a Diet Coke. I deserve this. Uh-huh. And there was like 10 there of are. them. There they are. <laughs> um, have you tried them? Or I have. have you? Oh, okay. I okay, have. Okay. But I'm going to try one here. Okay. <laughs> Wait, let me see up close. I want to see them. Okay. So it looks like a regular cookie. Mm-hmm. And then it has, so a layer that's supposed to be cookie dough, a layer uh-huh. that's supposed to be brownie, and then the regular cream layer. Wow. So that looks amazing. Cheers. Here's a better look. Oh, I like it. I like the way it looks. I like it. So what are your reviews? I think it's a good cookie. Okay. It's a good one. Um I think I've been thinking about these cookies. Ever since months, they came out. <laughs> ever since they came out. So like I really hyped them up in my mind. Yeah. But they're a good cookie. Like it's good. Yeah. Would you say it's your favorite type of Oreo? Um, hmm. All right. <laughs> you're thinking, you're like, hmm. I don't know. I was really, really into, hmm. You know, the other, I went to Target and I was looking for the cookies, couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. I saw the strawberry donut one. Oh, okay. And the, those the- were pretty good. See, the thing about those, I don't like the yellow cookie. Yeah, they're the yellow cookie. But it makes sense because you wouldn't want a strawberry donut with the chocolate cookie. You're right. Mm-hmm. So um, so you think those are better? Mm, different. There mm. was a, there's a cookie that I, an Oreo, the cinnamon buns are really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, is that a yellow cookie? No, or is that- yeah, it's a yellow cookie. Oh. I don't know. The taste of the yellow cookie just throws everything off. Like, I love the, the I flavor on the inside. Can't taste the difference between really? a yellow cookie and a regular. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, what? So. For real? Yeah. That's interesting. What if it was literally just the same ingredients? It's just like. <laughs> Died. <laughs> that'd be crazy. I'd be like, oh. what am I tasting then? You should really start a food review. Instagram, Instagram. I've been thinking about it. I've really been thinking about it. <laughs> it's like, why not? You know, you already do it, so might as well post it. <laughs> I might as well. I think I'm thinking about it. If this gets <laughs> five, <If> this gets <laughs> five reviews, <laughs> then I start it. I'll I'll start an Instagram. <laughs> you should. You should. Caroline eats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cute. Okay, I think I will. You convinced me. <laughs> fine i guess okay so to start off the week mm-hmm. um jeffrey star was in a, a lot, car crash i i think a lot happened this week but every time this just happened like what two days ago yeah the day that we were together literally like minutes after, after i left yeah so emily came, came into the city because our school was doing a free like tattoo thing which <laughs> nobody yeah. told me about <laughs> And um, so she came over to my place. We got Korean corn dogs. 
course. Which we'll post a picture, <laughs> we'll post even a picture. if you haven't already saw it. Yeah. Um, and as soon as she left, Jeffrey Star got into a car crash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a really he, bad one, too. Yeah. I think he's okay. Um, yeah. So Jeffrey's okay. He broke his back. A, a few vertebrae in his yeah, back. Yeah, a few places in his back. So he has to wear a back or I guess like torso brace, brace for yeah. a few months. And he says that he's like in excruciating pain, but he's expected to make a full recovery. Mm-hmm. However, his friend Daniel that was in the car with him has had like colon cancer three times in the past. Fuck. That so sucks. Colon cancer is awful. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, so because of that, he's like having complications, like internal bleeding mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think like today they're going to find out like if he has to have surgery or not, but it's like really mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think um, as much as we don't like Jeffree Star, yeah, I cannot wish anything like I that know. on anyone. And I it was think. in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. How, did you see like the pictures of the car? Yeah, he Jeffrey posted pictures of the car. I thought I had read that it was like a rollover. Like he, the car like flipped, right? Flipped. It didn't? I think it's, I don't know. Because that's what Jeffrey said that, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at pictures of the car and it feels like, I guess Rolls Royces are like really sturdy and like heavy cars kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Because I've seen pictures of like cars that have been in rollover crashes and they are way worse. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're like, they're very lucky, I would say. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it was also like. I think it was fucked up that, like, people were making, like, conspiracies about it. Yeah. I and mean, being, like, he's not actually hurt or whatever. And I'm yeah. Like, it's, like, why you got to do that, you know? I know. But yeah. it is, like, weird of them, like, Jeffrey, like, in the hospital bed, like, making the Instagram story. Yeah. With a filter on. And with a filter and, like, holding his hand. And it's, like... And then, like, putting, like, Jeffrey's, like, moisturizer face yeah. stuff on. It's I definitely like, think, like, they were, like, ooh. You know what I mean? What do you mean, like... Like, this is a really good moment. Oh, to post. Like, capitalize off of it. Oh, for sure. Which... Which- Respect, respect to them. <laughs> respect. respect. This is, was done to them. Like mm-hmm. they can deal with it however they, they yeah. want to. Mm-hmm. But definitely a moment where they were like, "We could get content." And it, I don't know if you saw, but yesterday, I think it was on a Snapchat story, they posted a video like while they were in the hospital. I'm sure they oh. didn't do it, but his team did. Mm-hmm. So Daniel, literally in the hospital bed, like not knowing if he has to have surgery tomorrow, he's like, "Swipe up." And it just oh my like, God. feels off. I read somewhere that someone was like, um, was like, oh, well, we know that Jeffrey is constantly on his phone while he's driving in LA. Oh, mm-hmm. And someone was like, um, and his Tesla, it's fine because that drives itself, but Rolls Royce obviously doesn't. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know who was driving or anything like that, but I'll, I've seen a lot of Jeffrey people. Jeffrey was driving. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people being like, if only he would get off his phone and drive. Yeah, yeah well, because I don't want to speculate or anything. That's just right. What I feel are like saying. I am speculating, <laughs> even though I just said I hate when people do that. But what other people were saying were like, oh, he didn't actually hit black ice because the police report or whatever said that there was that there was none. So, and it's like, I don't know. That's not my place to believe mm-hmm. or not to believe. Yeah. I just hope that they're okay because it's really scary. Yeah. 
And I'm also seeing a lot of people being like, this is karma. <laughs> people can have their own opinions. Yeah. Um, I, when we say this all the time. You can think that someone's a terrible person. Jeffrey, I would f- go as far to say, is like one of the awful. worst people. Mm-hmm. Awful. Mm-hmm. But like, the world isn't flat. The world isn't black and white. You're allowed to have m- multiple feelings for a person. Yeah. So, like, you could feel bad for him because he got into a terrible car crash and his friend is, like, in a terrible situation right now right. while also being, like, mm, Jeffrey's not a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're allowed to think what's going on, Emily. What are you oh, doing? I first thought I saw something, like, fall. But then I started hearing something. Ghosts. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, next, moving on. Mm-hmm. Morphe has now dropped James Charles. We we gotta talk about this one because I was in Ulta yesterday, and I was it's just like there? blown. It's still there, the James oh. Charles one and the Nikita Dragon one, just like right up next to each other. Well, Nikita's not dropped. Right? No, she's not. But I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that they're yeah. partnered well, with someone like that. I had seen that they, well, Morphe released a statement saying that they are no longer no longer working with James Charles. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, I'm still getting ads for his palette. Right. And his discount code still works. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it'll take a couple of days to like get everything. Well, I'm pretty sure when Jeffree Star got cut off from morphe they were like we're immediately taking everything from the shelves Mm -hmm. like it was immediate but in the statement that they put out it says winding down Hmm. so because they just released a um a restock of the palette Mm -hmm. so that's probably why and like winding down i know and also there wasn't there I a think huge that conspiracy means- that like jeffrey was part owner of morphe yeah there was i don't know whatever came out with that yeah well but, like winding down makes me think that like they're still gonna keep selling them maybe yeah. just not on the shelves and it's like they might maybe not like promote it but like in a couple of months when all of this is blown over mm-hmm. they'll be like use came use code james at checkout like I don't know i i think it's so weird because it's like morphe is like the influencer makeup yeah it's like the fan joy of merchandise i think so because yeah. like you go into the store like and Sephora it's or an ulta or even a, a morphe store like an actual morphe collab it's all influencers i'm like girl you have enough like it's good products so like mm-hmm. why don't you just make your own because it's smart. I mean, like, especially yeah. with the fact that Charlie and Dixie are, like, mm-hmm. brand ambassadors for that line. Mm-hmm. It's so smart because they're going to get a bunch of little girls in there buying your product. Right. But it's just, like, it's, like, fun when a makeup brand does, like, one or two collabs. But then if they keep doing them, it's like, well, this is just different colors in the same... No, but it seems Format. to be working, Emily. People are buying it. Yeah. I know. You're right. Yeah. So James released an, a statement. He says, okay. accountability is something that I've spoken about a number of times in the past. In, most, in my most recent video, I spoke about and took accountability for my part in conversations I had a few, I had with a few, um, just so we all know, it's up to like almost 20 boys now. 
boys Mm -hmm. that have come forward. And also, it's not just conversations. It is unsolicited photos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah. Now, of these 20, are they all underage? Yes. A few of them are now, like, 18 because they had birthdays. Yeah. But at the time, time. they were all underage. Mm -hmm. As I said in that video, I can't show change overnight, but will over time. Since posting that video, many other people have come forward with a series of misleading stories and false allegations, which have been reported on many people, creators, and news outlets. A line like that shouldn't... No. Like, if you're going to take accountability and you're talking about taking accountability, Mm -hmm. that line has nothing to do... Like... Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My legal team has begun taking action against those that have spread misinformation and are created completely fake stories as this has gone too far. This has gone too far, my friend. Hey, you did this. You this was all you. You were the one. Ew, it's just like this These is people a situation. Have screenshots. They have like proof. I know. <laughs> this is a situation where you you can't come back from No. This. And if he does, girl, I'm gonna be fucking. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. <laughs> I just okay. like, ew, it's gross. And, the and fact you know that- what? It's what? not even done either. Like his statement's right. not done. Yeah. And, but also, you know how like he was hanging with like Charlie and like yeah. all of them? It's just like weird. Yeah. It's- he always yeah. like tries to attach on to a group. Yeah. And it's exactly what he does. He did that with uh, Emma and the Dolan, the Dolan Twins. twins. He did it again too. He did it, he's done it a couple times. So I don't just know. weird. <laughs> okay. These stories have caused many of my long-term partners to receive considerable ne- negative feedback. One of them being Morphe. I've loved every moment working together, and I am beyond grateful for what we've created. That being said, I reached out to them, and we have mutually agreed to wind down our Charles X Morphe collaboration. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> collaboration. Which is my only project with them. I'm continuing to take time away to learn, grow, and listen, and look forward to coming back one day in the future as a better version of myself, James. So, my guy, you confessed to... Uh, basically assaulting underage boys Mm -hmm. and that's not something you learn and grow from I mean like and I think that the point of that entire statement is to make sure people know that like oh I'm not gonna stop posting yeah like he's like I'll be back and also it's to be like um I'm trying to take legal action yeah you're talking the first line is him saying that he is taking accountability but then you're like Every, all of this is false. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like what you're not. Take, what are you taking accountability if all of them are false? Like, yeah. what? So, what does that mean? And also, you admitted to it. So, I'm I'm more apt to believe everyone else who's come out because they've gained the the courage to do mm-hmm. so. Exactly. When you yourself confess to it. So, like, what the hell? What does it mean? I know. What does it, it mean? mean? What, what does it mean? Oh, my God. You just brought back <laughs> the craziest memories. <laughs> um, um, but what were you going to say? I was going to say that that is a Miley Cyrus 
um she sang it like we'll that post in it on we'll post it and that was like something we said all the time in, in freshman year it's so funny <laughs> yeah in miley 2000 miley and her dead pets era yeah if you know you know you know <laughs> okay no but for real like james that's he's sick he's yeah. sick it's nasty mm-hmm. and jail straight to jail to jail to jail this isn't this isn't um a taking a dumb it, segment this is, is to jail segment to jail <laughs> uh welcome back to the to jail segment james <laughs> charles to jail all right so this mads lewis situation wait is this the call her daddy yes situation? so mads lewis went on call her daddy right which I listened to, and let me tell you. <laughs> so I am a big fan of um, true crime podcasts, mm-hmm. and so I don't remember her name, but the girl, the the person who uh, is the host of Call Her Daddy, she does like I guess like an intro separate from the guests. And the mm-hmm. way that this person was talking about the situation, I I truly thought someone was killed. Like I thought someone was murdered because it was right. like the way she was setting it up. And she was like, daddy gang, this is serious. Like, it was the craziest thing. I remember texting you and being like, this is insane. (laughs) Like, why are they taking it so seriously? So seriously. And people, like, okay, so we spoke about it a little bit on the last podcast. Mm -hmm. But um, for those of you who do not know, Mads Lewis was dating, uh, what's his name? I have no idea his name. Jaden. Hostler, they broke up Mm -hmm. and then nessa was dating uh josh they also broke up Mm -hmm. i don't know how people don't understand this (laughs) nessa and Jaden have a song coming out they have Mm -hmm. a song that's already out they've been on ellen they've been on jimmy kimmel they did ellen yeah they did ellen wow so they have a song out together mm-hmm. i don't understand how people don't realize that this is publicity Publicity, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so like this is I well, don't do think, people not realize no people are like nessa's a whore there, oh a God. lot of people are putting this on nessa which it's like mm, she, she's just she's probably just signed a contract to like, yeah she was <laughs> like i'm just trying to get my check yeah and then people, so Mads on the podcast was explaining the situation about how um, she says that Jaden's manager was pushing Nessa on Jaden. So I don't understand how people don't pick that up and use context mm-hmm. clues and mm-hmm. how she's not using context clues either because yeah. she's taking this very seriously. <laughs> and then she starts crying and goes, Jaden today told me he likes Nessa. And it's like, I could tell that you never had a real life uh, high school experience. Yep. Because girlfriend, if you went to high school, you would have been a seasoned professional. Like you would, <laughs> you would have went through this like every fucking week. Yep. Like, yep. So, it's funny because they put that as like the trailer for the episode. Yeah. And everyone was like, <gasps> like it was like so the crazy. craziest thing. Yes, I feel for this girl. I'm sorry. Nessa was supposed to be her best friend and all this stuff, and it's like so public. Yeah. Jaden and Nessa have like two matching tattoos now. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the whole situation is hilarious. It's so funny, and it's so funny the way that they're going about it. Yeah. 
so but Josh is being like I only want the best for them if they make each other happy that's fine Mm -hmm. and everybody's like oh so we know for for a fact that Josh cheated on Nessa because he's taking this too chill like (laughs) (laughs) he's just like nah yeah (laughs) he's like no thanks so do you want to talk about Jeff Oh, his uh, docu-series. His docu-series has come out. And I guess from the trailer, he's really trying to play it off. Like, skydiving is a thing that, like... Fucked. Almost killed him, actually. Almost killed Mm -hmm. him. But Emily and I have both seen the video of what actually happened. Mm -hmm. And it's, like... Okay, so, like, people keep leaking it. Yeah. And Jeff's team, like, keeps on finding it and is, like in the comments being like please delete this like this is a really traumatic experience mm-hmm. so i feel bad that people keep trying to yeah. post it but of course i screen recorded it so <laughs> <laughs> just in case. um but we're yeah. not posting it on the instagram because no. it is it's awful it's yeah, just no. it's mm-hmm. terrible what happened mm-hmm. but i could definitively say that it was david dobrik's fault mm-hmm. and that he is a psychopath right to even like i don't know i think everyone there i think everyone there has is, a touch of it <laughs> yeah but it's because, like how do you go in there and it was like oh this is okay like everything will be fine from it if you it's, didn't think that was gonna happen i don't know what did you think was gonna happen from that so yeah hopefully when david comes back he can really get that hr department up and running so they can be like <laughs> no don't do this well i'm like curious Where's the how, workman um, comp <laughs> like yeah right I'm, like, curious how, like, it's going to sh- be presented in the docuseries. Yeah. Because Jeff is very much still David's friend. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to be, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's, like, he did a terrible thing. So it's, like, how do you not paint that in, like, a bad way? I know. And uh, that is psychopathic tendencies. It is, for sure. Like, doing crazy stunts like that and not realizing the consequences. And it doesn't... I don't know. Like, it's so crazy how, like... Oh, well, for for, for people that haven't seen the video, it essentially is David Dobrik and a few other guys, like, in an excavator, like, in the middle of... Like, in, like, a lake. Yeah. And... I think First of all, it I don't know with... how they got it out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's like so many things that, that it's like, what? Um, but it's like from what the video showed, it's like David operating the excavator yeah. and Jeff like wakeboarding in the lake. But then, yeah. for some reason, it's weird because there's like a like something attaching Jeff to the excavator, like the yeah. part where you scoop the dirt out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like in the air. Yeah, like it like cuts from him wakeboarding to him like in the air, and something goes wrong, and he literally just hits. I don't know if something went wrong. I think David was driving it. Oh too right, fast. right, yeah, or, or just like didn't know how to drive that because yeah, you need to do like you need to be licensed. You need to be I'm licensed. Pretty sure. For that. <laughs> um, but he like really hits the pole and like hits the water, and everyone goes running and stuff. So. And literally in the documentary, it's like, he could have died. Yeah. And, like, the way that Jeff is presenting it now in the trailers for it, he's really hyping up the fact that he lived on, like, a a skydiving compound or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, and he's really making it seem that, like, it was the skydiving that hurt him. Yeah. And it's so weird. 
It's so, so maybe weird that I know. It seem like that. I know because if it was me, Emily, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be fucking Jesus himself. I'm suing the shit out of them. I'm gonna get my Wait, money. Wait, what do you mean? It doesn't. What I mean is like, I, I don't care if David is my best friend. Oh right, right. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna sue him, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get my money. I'm gonna talk about this on any venue I can. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, like, someone tried to kill me like that. Hello. Hello, I'm going on the talk. I'm going on The View. I'm going oh, on God. Wendy Williams. <laughs> Wendy Williams. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go talk to Obama. Like, I'm going to do uh, anything I can <laughs> to Bro. get my money. <laughs> so. No, it's it's insane. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. Um, so Jake Paul, last week, as we know, was accused of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Keemstar is the d- most disgusting human being I've ever seen in my entire life because right. he released a video of him saying that um, you cannot assault somebody in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, what what the the girl was saying is that Jake Paul forced himself into mm-hmm. her mouth, mm-hmm. and Keemstar is saying that you cannot rape a girl by making them give you a blowjob which is completely false which is so false and so disgusting and it scares me the fact that he has children mm-hmm. i'll say it and things like that and has and a things like that, like that. I yeah can say that. Mm-hmm. it's awful awful mm-hmm. so yeah but then jake paul released a statement let me pull it up <sighs> i just feel like every single week um there's a new allegation mm-hmm. against influencers and yeah. no like i'm pretty sure for the past like month there has been honestly yeah and it's i don't know like i'm disgusted no, like it's disgusting. it's awful mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. disgusting mm-hmm. and the fact that he was even given this platform that we're about to talk about mm-hmm even with this yeah 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 Yeah. okay so i don't know if i want to read this whole thing because (sighs) it's this is jake's this This is is jake's Mm -hmm. so he starts off by saying sexual assault uh, accusations aren't something that i or anyone should ever take lightly but to be crystal clear this claim made against me is 100 percent false um he says that like i've never had any sexual relationship with this individual um it is completely manufactured um, and a blatant attempt for attention during a very highly visible fight week. Oof. Uh, That's a no terrible mi- thing I to know. say. That's just straight up Awful. victim blaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake, I plan on pursuing this defamation of character case to the fullest extent of the law. Um, there are irreparable damages from these types of accusations and more importantly, false accu- allegations of this nature diminish those who have truly been victims of misconduct which is just like straight up not true like mm-hmm. it's really not true because mm-hmm. people don't give a shit anyways yeah <laughs> so calm mm-hmm. the fuck down motherfucker but what really pisses me off is again this individual is directly using the attention from her social media posts and video to promote her adult content website and amazon shopping list so um, I guess her Amazon shopping list is public and she put out a statement saying that like 
I honestly did not know what that was. Like, I thought it was just like something to save everything that I wanted yeah. off of Amazon. And she was like, these are things that I could buy myself. Like, I have the money. And also, <laughs> like, that fucking statement, are you, you sound like you're knocking down sex workers and like, mm-hmm. Okay. Right, like putting them to shame. Like, yeah. So, so okay, she has like, like she's below him, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then he says, at this time of her story, I was in a relationship, and as someone who has been a mama's boy growing up, I respect women and mothers more than anything. Mm, I don't believe he respects anything, honestly. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I don't think so. Especially since uh, Alyssa Violet said that he like pushed her down a staircase, right? Like. Really? I never. I, I don't know, know if you pushed her down a staircase, but she she made a full video of being like, I have I have scars from him still, and like mm-hmm. I would have bruises, and he would push me, and like. So I can't believe that they were together. I know. I know. Remember <laughs> when um Shane made the documentary on yeah, him and they were together, and Shane was like, "You're like she, you need her, like she, mm-hmm. she's the perfect person for you and stuff." Yeah. Uh, well she released a statement after everything that about shane dawson came out and was like i was forced to do this like oh really yeah oh wow Mm -hmm. i didn't know that yeah um uh he goes as someone who has lived in the spotlight since the age of 16 dealing with liars fake news republican Wait, what? He calls it fake news. And the only people who use fake news are Republicans. Isn't a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> and false accusations, unfortunately, is a part of this job. I won't back down from it. And years from now, my character as indi- from now, my character as individual will show and shine through these dark moments. Um, I think he's a terrible human being. Period. And that statement is like it just feels like so like selfish. Yeah. It's just, like, all about me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. When it's like, well, I don't know. She's saying you did this. Yeah. And I'm. And didn't you say? Didn't you say that she even had like photos of them together? There's photos of her in his mansion. Right, and he was claiming I. I've never met this person. Yeah. And also, you can be in a relationship and still assault people. Like that's exactly. not like that's not an excuse. That's. Mm-hmm anything so yep mm-hmm. yuck okay so britney spears released a video saying that she is quote fine and she's just taking a break right now and people are being like she's acting weird in this video she's very like staticky kind of uh-huh. thing and it's just like it sucks because people are really creating things i think out of nowhere mm-hmm and like, but it's also like it's like when is this gonna end because exactly. every video every photo that she puts out we never like really know what's happening with it mm-hmm. so i just feel so bad for her i do feel bad and i'm sure it doesn't help that people are like constantly like i'm sure some stuff is true mm-hmm. but it, it i'm sh- it fucking sucks that people are constantly making these conspiracy conspiracies about her you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah i wouldn't I wouldn't want to be on the internet if people are always being like, she's being held captive in an underground cave. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to see that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hashtag free Brittany. We've been with you from the start. We have been. Come on the show. Come on. <laughs> um, Addis Rae has compared herself to Britney Spears. Did she? 
Herself? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I have dot dot dot. I can no longer defend this. So where did she? <laughs> where did she say that at? Um, it was in an article, I think. Let me look it up. Was she like, um, an expert in Spears, or how'd she go about it? Hold on, hold on. Addison Ray. It's okay. like I want to like you. Yeah. I want to like you. Okay. She relates to Britney Spears because of the overwhelming life. Mm. Um, that literally makes Addison. I'm sorry. I know Addison is really big. Yeah. But she is nothing like Britney Spears. No. So she says in a Bustle interview that um, she was asked if she had the chance to watch the much talked about framing Britney Spears documentary. She slight. She paused for a moment. And she goes, sorry, a mosquito just like (laughs) went by. Um, She goes, I can definitely see how that, like, how that is an overwhelming life. Um, And then she says, people do come up with a narrative around you that aren't necessarily true. I've dealt with all that, with that a lot. People really being involved in really personal aspects of your life. It really seems that, like, I don't know. From what this is saying, it seems that, like, she was just being like, yeah, it's a hard life. Yeah. People were really being like, she compared herself to Britney! Oh, really? Yeah. That's what people were, like, blowing it up as? Yeah. I don't, I didn't get that from it. Neither did I. But I definitely think it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, celebrities. It's, like, this is... This is what you signed up for. This is your job. Yeah. Of course, people are going to want to know about your personal life because you post about it. You've put it out on the line. So, Mm -hmm. like, please. (laughs) Just relax. Yeah. I don't know. Her and her mom just. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So now David Dobrik has lost over half a million subscribers. Wow, really? Yeah. I feel like it should be more, honestly. I agree. I should probably go and subscribe. I'm going to subscribe. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, James, when he had the Tati scandal. Oh. So, so he lost like, millions. Millions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which he gained back in, like, a week. But Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But It's crazy. I feel weird. like he didn't lose, like, a lot of, like, Instagram followers or something. Like, I, like I agree. I don't know. Just a weird situation. And it's crazy how, like, some people will do it for some certain people mm-hmm. but won't do it for it like we'll excuse yeah. it for other people yeah interesting so, how that works yeah j-lo and a-rod have officially broken up uh, like when i saw this news i was like that can't be real um and then a-rod posted a video of like framed photos of them together and he's like i miss her and everybody's like oh so he definitely cheated <laughs> like he definitely cheated that makes it seem like she died i know but now we know he cheated. <laughs> it's sad. Mm-hmm. I really like them together. Even well, though I didn't know much about them. Yeah. I always like them together. Mm-hmm. Caroline's like, I don't care. <laughs> I have no feelings. <laughs> okay, so Colin Underwood has come out as gay. Which, congrats, congrats to him. But he still did stalk his ex-girlfriend and put a tracker in his car. Do not forget. Just because he's... <laughs> He's 
he came out doesn't mean he's absolved of anything he did previously. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. So, but people are like, "Oh my gosh, people I are love like, him!" Gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a video of uh, Billy Eichner mm-hmm. interviewing Colton. I saw this. Yeah, and he was like, "Maybe he'll be the first gay bachelor." And this is like, <laughs> this was years ago. Wasn't years it? ago, and Colton <laughs> is like. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's like surprise. Uh, Billy Eichner's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already know. Yeah. Um. So there is. Have you seen that Gabby Hanna TikTok where she's like talking in the mirror and she's like, you know what? Fuck you. I am a bad bitch. I think- <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hate it so much. I hate it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, and now, okay, so um, BB Rexa just released mm-hmm. a song mm-hmm. called Savage, is it? Isn't it? Or Scavenge. Like, oh, okay. I think, right? Something like that. Something like that. Well, um, didn't it, like, copy off of Gabby Hanna's song? People, <laughs> well, BB Rexa was like, I didn't know who she is. Like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. And then, okay, hold on. She's, okay, because people were like, Gabby Hanna Monster, and then BB Rexa Sabotage is the name of it. Oh, Sabotage. (laughs) We said Scavenge. Scavenge. And it's just like them in fire. Like, this is not like a new theme for music video. Oh, music video. Yeah. Yeah. So the songs don't sound similar in any way? No. Oh. So BB texted, texted, tweeted. (laughs) She said, yeah, gonna be honest, I never heard of her. (laughs) But now I'll listen to her music. Great minds think alike. My actual inspo was was love the way you lie. And then put a picture of the Eminem and Rihanna. Love the way way you lie. Wait, I actually... I hold back! (laughs) I um I was looking at Gabby Hanna's likes and they're all like really funny. Um let's see. Okay, one like from yesterday. Y'all are so annoying. I can't imagine how gaslit I would feel as a, as a small indie artist who is told I'm irrelevant when I get copied. When that's the exact when that's the exact big wait what? When that's when that's the exact people bigger directors copy from. Wait, what? Oh, um, so that person saying, because I also just went to Gabby's thing, that um, bigger directors will find indie music videos. Mm. And then copy. And copy it. Mm-hmm. Which I just, honestly, I don't think that, 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 like, style of music video is, like, revolutionary. I truly don't think she saw a Gabby Hanna video and was, like, was like, I want that for mine. Exactly. Um, but, um... Never said they were on the same level, but BB um, created it first without Gabby doing anything. It was BB who first responded. She could have privately messaged Gabby if she had a problem. <laughs> like, like Gabby's like really mad at this. Yeah, and BB's just like, I didn't do that. BB's like, who are you? oh here we go it's not even just that they were incorporated though it's the camera angles how the shots were how the shots are taken the color scheme referencing how family trauma has caused issues (gasps) that make yourself sabotage 
Whoa! <laughs> it's the combination of all that. That's Gabby Hanna is the only person in the world to go through family trauma. <laughs> Wait, and she also she's liking things that just have like her name Gabby in it, like not even added at her. So she was like looking for she, these tweets. She looked up her name. <laughs> so um. There's this one. Gabby is usually so polite, even in situations where she has every right not to be. And I feel like people don't appreciate it enough. This girl, you literally put on your Instagram story, should I tell Jason Nash that Trisha has STDs? Wait, and also, when I sent you Zane's story, (laughs) was that her? Gabby? I don't know. Because it sounded like her, sort of looked like her. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because she was like, oh, my lawyers are going to get in contact when all the David Dobrik stuff was coming out. So, I, know. I don't know. So, who knows? All right. So, Vine Star. Oh, my God. What's his name? Why did I just forget it? Adam Parker. He passed away. Yeah. That's really sad. R.I.P. to a literal god. <laughs> like A legend. A legend, a legend. to say the least. Adam. Uh, I didn't know Adam. it was that guy. Uh, Welcome to Chili's. Um, Just classics. You know how there was an Adam on our floor freshman year? Yeah. I used we to w- always say that. Adam. Adam. And like we weren't even like even remotely like friends with him or yeah. like do anything about him. Adam. Adam. <laughs> um, so the last thing weekly debrief until mm-hmm. we go to the last night's fight mm-hmm. jenna and julian are engaged and julian said that he even asked marble if he can i uh, know propose. i saw i saw the video my heart how sweet is that i'm so happy for them i know a long time coming <laughs> yeah honestly it's so yeah. crazy like I was watching Jenna Marbles when she was with Max No Sleeve. Yeah, me too. And, like, he was fun <sighs> at the time, but I'm pretty sure he cheated on her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did some fucked up shit. <laughs> um, and Julian's just, like, the perfect guy He is for like, her, I think. I think for anybody. <laughs> I agree. I was going to be, like, for me, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy for them. I just wish we come back to the internet i know i'm like i want to see pictures from the wedding i know please. you know what one of my comfort videos is which one the one where she tries to get marbles to float in the balloons <laughs> i love that and he's literally just like he's just sitting just sitting there and he's just floating yeah it's so funny i'm gonna have to watch that actually yeah um i really like when she um played like the video games oh yeah <laughs> like also, all of her videos are just so funny so good also just ones where she's like watching tiktoks mm-hmm. incredible incredible oh, jenna marbles we miss you she's the first like youtuber that i've ever watched yeah like, ever i remember being in seventh grade and i would stay up like all night just watching her videos i remember being like it's wednesday where's your video <laughs> oh my god every single wednesday i was like hello hello and then i just say be- wait yeah, and then it would be up on, like, Thursday, Thursday. at 1 a.m. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, congrats, you guys. I, I know you're listening. <laughs> I literally remember being in, like, middle school. And remember how she used to call it Sexual Wednesday? Yeah. My friends and I would always, like, just say that shit in the hallway. <laughs> it's crazy how far we've walked home, you know? I know. 
So I guess now we talk about the fight mm. night. So first of Where all, I start? Emily bought it because she was watching it with her family. I yep. streamed it. <laughs> I found an illegal stream. Was Don't it like anybody. HD and everything? It was good. It was a good stream. Okay, <laughs> um, so it starts off with, so the first hour is like free for everybody, right? Right. Like the pre-show. Yeah. The mm-hmm. pre-show. It starts off with. Um, it started with the two boxers. Yes. So like these like amateur boxers. boxers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like sort of boring, but it was um, Snoop Dogg and Mario Lopez like commentating. And if Snoop Dogg's there, like you just know you're going to have a good yeah. time. Yeah. So it started off with Snoop Dogg and Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. Snoop was obviously already faded. He was already gone. He was like, I'm so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that happened. Um, but then the real show like started at nine. And it was honestly really crazy. It was it went from I was watching from eight till one. Girl, as soon as they were like, J-Paul won, I was like, turn off the TV. I'm <laughs> um, well, yeah, spoiler Um, J-Paul won the fight. But it was yeah. actually, like, you were like, oh, I'm sort of bored of this. But I was, like, actually having a pretty good time. Yeah, it was probably different because I was, like, completely alone. And, like, yeah. I was dead tired. My bedtime, I usually go to bed before 11, latest 11.30. That's crazy. That's very crazy. Yeah, and I was, um, like... i didn't go to bed to like three last night holy for me three girl Mm -hmm. no thank you um but performances were great honestly i have to say i don't think that they were live but i have no idea i think doja's was live how do you know i don't know it sounded live (laughs) I felt bad, like, um, Saweetie performed and everyone was like, this is not good. Well, you could just tell she was, like, not singing live. That's the only well, thing that she I li- No, like, she literally wasn't. Like, yeah, because there was times thing. where she was just, like, had her mouth closed. Yeah, like, she wasn't even trying. She, she wasn't even trying. She was just like, let me just get my bag and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly still liked it, though. I didn't know half me of the too. songs that... Yeah, she performed were hers, so that was same fun. here. So it was good to like a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing the sets were like super long, for some so reason. long. Like you could have cut them all in half and just moved everybody up. Like there's no yeah. need for Jake Paul and Ben Askren to fight at twelve thirty, twelve forty. There was no need for the Black yeah. Keys to have a twenty minute twenty minute set. set. Which I love the Black Keys great band classic uh-huh but first of all why the fuck are you here <laughs> and it's also like wrong demographic yeah and also you don't need to perform a whole set list no none of them had to no did you see um like snoop dogg's new group i forget yeah. what the name is well it's all like og rappers like ice cube was in it yeah like and it wasn't even he was like my new group the only thing they did, they sang separately. They just took turns yeah. after. And each then they other. all sat in a throne next to each other, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't it know. was weird. I it was weird. That's when I was making my potato skins and making my mozzarella <laughs> sticks. So I was off and on. Um, I thought the Justin Bieber performance was incredible. My favorite thing is um, he goes, "Thank you f- for having me," 
and they started playing another song and he's like oh oh yeah he's like oh my god <laughs> so it feels like the performers didn't even know how long yeah. they were gonna get yeah, so they, they were like another one <laughs> like, um, okay um but pete davidson he stole the show yeah okay but wait i have to talk about the fact that the very beginning like okay. after the first um hour mm-hmm. it was steve urkel and yeah. snoop dog smoking weed which yeah from my childhood, I gotta say, it ruined it a bit. <laughs> you know how people are like, well, I didn't see that on my 2021 bingo card. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. Sorry, now that I saw that mosquito in here, I'm like... You're like, where are they all? <laughs> like, I, I feel it all over my body. Like, so. Yeah, but that was a little crazy. Yeah. I think, like, it was, like, fun to see them. Mm-hmm. But I think when, like, Snoop Dogg is just, like unscripted and just it's talking the best. Himself. That's all it's I want. so funny I, especially when he's commentating uh, when the people yeah. are boxing he started calling the referee like grandpa and papa yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> um so also funny. uh the board guy who oh, was the on instagram guy. the sign guy he was there he was funny too he yeah. said why are they punching each other he was like why am i here <laughs> like he's like all the way up in the stand yeah he's like so yeah he has the um, best job. Yeah. And then I was also like, the whole thing feels like a promo for like other everyone's ventures. You think? Yeah. Oh, like Snoop's alcohol. And yeah, Snoop's alcohol, like the weed. Like it just felt like it was a promo. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, it's also crazy how many influencers were invited. Yeah. That and also, didn't even really have a featured yeah. segment at all. And they also listed them as like commentators, but like in actuality, Charlie and Dixie yeah. just gave them the belts. I was I was so excited to see them talk about it, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they it was didn't. so awkward how they yeah. were just standing there. It was her, them, and Aviney. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's like they this had no weird. idea what they were doing. It was no sort of idea. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I also realized that like some of these fights must have been pre-filmed because. It was weird. They would get, like, cut off when it was going too late. You know what I mean? Like, the first fight, the first hour. Oh, I think, like, in the first hour, yes, yeah. I think It so. was cut off, and they were, like, all of a sudden, here's the winner. Mm-hmm. And same with the um, the one that was, what, what did Snoop call it? The, the one that had to do with gun control. Um, oh, um, it was, like your gloves up guns down yes gloves up guns down mm-hmm. that one was also i think cut off i think that one was pre-recorded definitely okay mm-hmm. so um, it, this was such a weird night because they had like a few like amateur boxers and then they also had this thing called gloves up uh, guns down mm-hmm. where it was two guys who had like a, a scuffle for, on the street mm-hmm. and they were like instead of shooting each other come out and box yeah which it was like okay yeah like great Mm -hmm. good on gun control like don't do that shit but also it was like they started like talking shit to each other in the ring so like i don't know if that helped anything (laughs) even like snoop dogg was like oh this fight's not good yeah (laughs) um also, what else was it? Oh, I also loved when like pete davidson was going like in their their locker rooms Mm -hmm. 
And Ben Askren would like tweet him being like, I hope Pete Davidson, that little weasel, comes to talk yeah, to me. <laughs> because Pete Davidson goes into Jake Paul's uh, dressing room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, he asked him about the sexual assault allegations. I know. I didn't even catch that. Because it was, um, it was, it was, yeah, it was censored. And I, I looked it up on Twitter because that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did I just make that up? Or did like, because they were dropping the n-word they were saying f yeah yeah they were saying things so i was like it couldn't have been because they cursed or something he Mm -hmm. cursed so i looked it up and people were like i think he just asked about the allegations because jake paul goes you can't joke about that that's not funny yeah that's crazy yeah that's sort of like bold really bold of pete (laughs) Pete, i know (laughs) i think that was one of the first things he said to him yeah 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 it was crazy Pete was so fucking funny, though. Um, so, and then also Pete goes, um, you're gonna, to Jake Paul, um, do you think you're gonna win against Ben? He's a little, what did uh, uh, Pete call Ben? Um, um, well, when they were fighting, well, what do you mean? No, in the dressing room with Jake Paul, he, uh, Pete called Ben a douchebag or something like that. Oh, no. Yeah, he called him um, a douchebag or something like that. And then he goes into Ben's dressing room. Yeah. Which is so funny because you could just tell that, like, Jake Paul took this very seriously and Ben was just there. Like, he was, like... literally came in his jeans and his flip-flops. He was, (laughs) like, I have a gig. I gotta get this done. The man... (laughs) You could tell that he didn't work out. Like, he wasn't, like... He came in full dad bod realness, which is like good for you. Great, yeah. Like I love that for you. Uh-huh. He was in his dressing room completely alone, literally just sitting there on the he chair, was just, just sitting like, there. Mm-hmm. He's probably like, "Oh my god, it's taking forever." Yeah, he was probably like, "Well, he was tweeting through it." He was. <laughs> he, <laughs> He's probably watching it on his like monitor thing. Yeah. So he goes, "Man, this isn't a child friendly entertainment." <laughs> Um, like I don't know I feel like he was told that he was just gonna fight this guy yeah well he tweeted a day the day before and goes people love fist fights people love circuses hope you enjoy tonight so I think that really tells us how he felt about he this. was just doing it for the check his manager was like hey you gotta do this yeah. <laughs> and he was like I guess fine but also I have to point out mm-hmm. Ben Askren has never claimed to be a boxer you know He's oh, an no, MMA. He's never, he, yeah. Mm. I want to see Jake Paul and Ben Askren get into an MMA ring. Yeah. I just like, I, I'm, okay, so for people who didn't watch the f- actual fight, Jake versus Ben, mm-hmm. you know, they get like the normal eight rounds. They literally, the first round, it was a minute in and yeah. Jake knocked him out. He didn't knock wanted... him out though. He did not oh, knock him yeah, out. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. That's the mm-hmm. thing. People are calling him he a just KO. Knocked him down. He knocked mm-hmm. him down. Ben got up and was like, "Okay, I'm ready to go." And the ref said, "No, you're done." Yeah. Which is like, I have seen fights where uh, uh, an opponent is in worse shape, like mm-hmm. eyes swollen shut, and they're definitely like moving around, like <laughs> like you know what I mean. And yeah. they're like, "You could still go." Mm-hmm. And Ben was like, "No, let me go. Let me fight." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ref said, "No." So that's why I think it's rigged. I. I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's not I'm just like sad like I wanted them like to at least go like two or three I know it's really it really sucked because um and also you could just tell because Snoop Dogg had money 
placed on Jake Paul winning. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He, when Jake, he won, he was like, give me my money. He said, like, give me my, my two million. And the thing, yeah. okay, so um, I think Snoop and Jake Paul, like, want, was, they, they were like, you, sh- you should uh, place a bet or something like that. They, they on, uh, to Dana White. Mm-hmm. They were like asking Dana White to um, bet on the uh, on the fight, and he mm-hmm. he was like, "No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, and everybody's like, um, "Dana White needs to give them their money. They need to give him his money." Yeah, yeah, and Dana yeah. White is like, "I didn't say yes to this." <laughs> yeah, like I literally said no. Yeah, so that happened. So I mean, funny. also before this fight, so many other fights happened that just weren't like good yeah well yeah i'd never seen a boxing match you can just tell that no professional fighter was like yeah i'll do it i want to do it yeah i really want to see him like in the ring with an actual fight i want to see because so far i mean ben Askren went on logan paul's uh podcast and was like yeah he could beat me i mean he's bigger than me he's stronger than me I'm also not a boxer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I he he's fought a YouTuber, a basketball player who was like five seven and is yeah, who has tried so many different avenues of athletics, mm-hmm. and boxing just happened to be one of them. <laughs> like he's not a boxer yeah. either, mm-hmm. and Ben Askren who is not a boxer. Mm-hmm. I want to see Jake Paul fight a boxer. If he's saying that he's a boxer. Let you let us see you fight a boxer. You I just know what want I mean? to see him get like whacked. Right I want to face. see like a real boxer. I want to see him fight a guy yeah. who's been training his whole entire life. Yeah, like can't get into fights because his fists are legal weapons. You know what I mean? Like, did you know that um, if you've been training for a certain amount of years uh-huh. in boxing, your fists are certified weapons, and that like if you get really fight, it's a higher um, and you get charged, it's a higher degree. Wow, that's actually really cool. And it's it's smart if you think about it. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Because they know how to hit someone. Yeah. So um, that happened. And then do you want to talk about the performances? Um, I'm trying to think. They were good. I yeah. like. I really liked them, actually. Well, and then, okay, so Pete Davidson went into Ben Askren's... Uh, oh, right, dressing room. Dressing room and was like, we all want to see you win. Jake Paul's awful, like terrible yeah. human being. And mm-hmm. Ben was like, isn't he, isn't he awful? <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I just wish like Ben, like, I don't know. I don't want to say tried harder, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think he could have tried harder. I'll say I it. I think so too. I could just, if people are also being like, Ben really fooled us all. Like he went in there and got his half a million so easily. I know, I know. <laughs> because after you know jake had already won they cut to a shot of him ben just walking, walking out and being like bye he, he was like laughing and his i his partner his girlfriend his wife yeah. i don't know was like hugging him and they were yeah. laughing it was just like so obvious like, but like it was just so crazy i was so like sad when it ended i was like i, I know waited so long for this i know and you Do paid you remember? Oh. fifty dollars for yeah. This well, my too. dad paid. So. Okay. <laughs> um. Do you remember? This is so bad. When um they were fighting in the minute that they were fighting, Snoop Dogg was like, Ben Askren looks like a bag of milk. <laughs> That's so mean. Ben Askren is probably like, 
okay and <laughs> like, yeah i know he probably didn't even know but i was like oh my god that's so <laughs> just awful. dropping him on like that i know but um it was entertaining to say yeah, the least some uh, dave pointner point Noi tweeted, mm-hmm. I've watched the Jake Paul knockout a hundred times. Every time I watch it, I become more impressed with how unprepared at Ben Askren was for this fight. Historic lack of effort and preparation. I, <laughs> I like, I honestly, like, before last week, I thought Ben Askren was like this, like, big guy, like, really muscular guy, and I was like, all right, he seems, like, pretty reputable that he, Well, the thing is, he was an MMA fighter, and then he retired, so, like, I I just don't understand how people think this is, like, a crazy thing. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, my dad could probably knock out Jake Paul, if I'm being honest. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, but I didn't know what he looked like, and once I saw him, I was like, oh, no, it's over for him. Why would he even (laughs) say yes to that? So... Where were we? The fight happened. Right, yeah. Jake Paul I think won. that's all. I think that's all to say. Yeah. I'm excited. Next on our list is YouTubers versus TikTokers. So. I know. I think that's going to be hilarious. <sighs> These fights are giving me a run for my money, I know. as in taking my money. Because <laughs> I know Jake Paul is going to be at it again very soon. So. Probably, yeah. And the uh, Logan versus Floyd Mayweather. Now that's that's something I'm excited about. Yeah, me too. I they need to wait. set a date. They need to set they a date. They need to set a date because I will be there. I will be. No, for real. Like, we will be there. Yeah. Because that's what they're waiting for. They're waiting to have a live audience. Yeah. So. And I'm going to be there. I'm putting my application in for a press pass right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're there live. If we just, like, lie about our, our um, Instagram downloads. Oh. Yeah. How would they know? How would they know? They're probably <laughs> no like, can we see your, like... I always think about the TikTok sound. No one's gonna know. No. How are they gonna, gonna know? know. <laughs> no one's gonna know. Yeah. Okay. But we'll be there regardless. Yeah. So my topic. Okay. Nervous. Is Princess Diana. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I'm excited. Yeah, so I figured I would do her since Prince Philip just died. Died. <laughs> R.I.P. His funeral was just the other day, too. It was was yesterday. Um, That was yesterday? Yeah, dude. The same day as the fight? I know. (laughs) How could they double book? But a lot of people are being like... um, I don't know. People are being like... uh, I don't know what they're being like, but... What? I don't know. You know um, what I'm thinking of? How crazy um, we, the amount of people that we cover on this podcast. So we're going from Jojo Siwa to, to Princess Diana. Diana. I know. <laughs> so um, people don't realize how close Prince Philip and Princess Diana were. Prince Philip is... is was married to Queen Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So let me get started. (laughs) This might be a little long, so tuck in. I'm buckling in. Princess Diana was born Diana Frances Spencer on July 1st, 1961 at Park House in Sandraham, Norfolk. She's a cancer! Oh, period. Um, So a lot of these names and places are old English names, 
So excuse the fuck out of me if I can't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> so she was the fourth of five children of John Spencer Viscount Althrop and Francis Spencer Viscountess Althrop. Okay. Um, so the Spencer family has been very close to the British royal family for like tons of decades, not mm-hmm. generations. Mm-hmm. Diana's grandmother, Cynthia Spencer, um, she was the Countess Spencer, and um, Ruth Roche was a baroness. Um, they served as ladies-in-waiting to Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so although that they are not technically royal, they, I think you could, could consider them adjacent to royalty, you know? Yeah. They were, like, as close as you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, So the Spencers were hoping for a boy to carry on the family name, um, and no name was chosen for a week after she was born, and then they finally settled on Diana Francis after her mother and Lady Diana Spencer, Mm -hmm. a um, a, a great, great, like a ton of great aunts of Diana, Mm -hmm. who was a a prospective princess of Wales. Mm -hmm. So... Within the family, she was known informally as Dutch, like Duchess, um, mm-hmm. because from a young age, she was always like very regal and royal and like acted that way. Mm-hmm. So she grew up with three siblings, Sarah, Jane and Charles. Um, she did have a little infant brother who named John, who did die in childbirth. I mean, in childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so the desire for an heir, like really strained the couple. Um, and they got a divorce and um, Charles, Diana's little brother said, mm-hmm. quote, it was a dreadful time for my parents and probably the root of their divorce because I can't think, I don't think they ever got over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this like a reportedly really affected Diana. Um, so Diana grew up in Park House, um, which is in the Sandringham estate. Okay. And the Spencers leased the house from its owner, Queen Elizabeth II. So, like, they were wealthy. They were, like, yeah. they had money. Yeah. Um, so the family frequently, the royal family frequently holidayed on the neighboring Sandraham house. Mm-hmm. And Diana played with the queen's sons, princess, Prince Andrew and Prince Edward. So mm-hmm. they, they've known each other for a while. They were besties. Yes. So Diana was seven years old when her parents divorced, got a divorce. Um She lived with her mother until her parents' separation in 1967. Mm -hmm. Um, And her, but then his, her father uh, won custody Mm -hmm. and he remarried a woman by the name of Rain, Countess of Dartmouth. And Diana had a terrible relationship with that mother reportedly. Um, Mm -hmm. She called her a bully and and on one occasion, Diana pushed her down the stairs. Oh, my God. I know. Um, she describes her childhood as very unhappy and very unstable, the whole thing, quote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Diana became known as Lady Diana after her fam- her father inherited the title Earl Spencer in 1975. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then Diana was homeschooled initially and then... Um, they started to realize that like she wasn't very good in school so they were like maybe we get her into like real school School. Mm -hmm. and not just homeschool her Mm -hmm. um 
but still wasn't great in like academics, but was really good at like with music. And she was apparently like an accomplished pianist. She was also very good at swimming and diving and she studied ballet and tap dance. Um, so she went away to a finishing school in Switzerland for a term. And she came back to London where she shared her mother's flat with two school friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and in London, she took an advanced cooking course. She took a series of low paying jobs. She worked as a dance instructor for youth until a skiing accident caused her to miss three months of work, which I didn't know about this. Yeah, I didn't know that either. She found employment as a preschool um, assistant, like a playgroup preschool assistant. She did some cleaning work for her sister, Sarah, and several of her friends. She acted as a hostess for parties. um, And she also was a nanny for an American family living in London. She works hard for for the money. money. Yeah. Um, She worked as a nursery teacher's assistant at the Young England School. Um, And then in 1979, her mother bought her a flat. (laughs) As an 18... A a flat like an apartment oh as an 18th birthday present wow what a present (laughs) and then she lived there with three flatman flatmates until 1981 Mm -hmm. so lady diana first met charles prince of wales Mm -hmm. um when she was 16 in 1977 in november he Mm -hmm. was 29 i didn't realize how big of an age gap that was no and was dating her older sister, Lady Sarah. They were guests at a country weekend during the summer of 1980 when she watched him play polo. And he mm. took a serious interest in Diana as a potential bride. Mm. The relationship progressed when he invited her aboard the Royal Yacht Britannia for sailing weekend. And then it was followed at, by an invitation to Balmoral, which uh, is their like royal resident in, in Scotland. Um, and she met his family one weekend in November of 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Diana was well received by the Queen, the Queen Mother, the Duke of Edinburgh, who is um, Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. And then Prince Charles subsequently courted her in London. Um, and then he proposes to her in February of 1981. So very quick courtship. Mm-hmm. Um, she accepted. Um, and then... So their engagement became official on November, I'm sorry, February 24th, 1981. Mm. Um, She picks her own engagement ring, which was like kind of a big deal because they have like a ton of jewelry already. Right. Do they like reuse them normally? Yeah. But um, this ring also is now uh, Princess Kate's ring. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Diana left her her job as a nursery teacher's assistant mm-hmm. and so she lived at Clarence House which is on the property and then she moved into the Buckingham Palace until the wedding um, and apparently her life here was like incredibly lonely um, like no one was there to talk to her she was mm-hmm. like considered a normal person right and royalty even though mm-hmm. she wasn't really that normal i would say she was a lady yeah um <clears throat> sorry and then she was 20 years old she became the princess of wales when she married charles on 20 july 29th 1981 that's so crazy I, she was 20 20 we married no no so the wedding was held at St. Paul's Cathedral, which offered more seating than Westminster Abbey, a church that was uh, usually used for the royal weddings. Um, the it's service interesting was- to like see the pattern of her doing things differently. Mm-hmm. And then Megan, 
as well. Mm-hmm. The service was widely um, described as a fairy tale wedding um, and was watched by a global television audience of 750 million people. Oh my gosh. While, I'm sure my mom was watching that. Yeah, I'm sure my parents <laughs> were too. While 600,000 spectators lined the streets to g- catch a glimpse of the couple on their way to the uh, wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, at the altar, Diana inadvertently re- reversed the order of Charles' first two names, saying Philip Charles. Um, Philip Charles or Arthur George instead. And she also mm-hmm. did not say the word obey in that, her vows, which is traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously was like a crazy thing at the time. Yeah. And then Diana wore a dress valued at 9,000 pounds, which is equivalent to 34,000 pounds in 2019. Whoa. I know. And then um, it was a 25-foot train, her dress. Whoa. I know. So after she became Princess of Wales, Diana automatically required rank as the third highest female in the British order um, after the queen and then the queen mother, Mm -hmm. and was the fifth or sixth in the orders of uh, precedence of her other realms following Mm -hmm. the queen um, and so forth. So her children, the couple had residence at Kensington Palace Mm -hmm. and on November 5th, 1981 diana's mm-hmm. pregnancy was announced and then i didn't know this either january 1982 12 weeks into the presidency presidency pregnancy <laughs> yeah diana fell down a staircase suffering some bruises and the royal gynecologist was summoned to london um, the baby was okay and diana later confessed that she had intentionally thrown herself down the stairs because no she way, was feeling really? so inadequate Damn. I know. So in February 1982, pictures of pregnant Diana in a bikini while holidaying was published in the media. And then the Queen released a statement saying that it was the blackest day in history of British journalism. Which What does that mean? Like it was like they shouldn't have done that. Like it's disgusting. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on June 21st, 1982, Diana gives birth to the couple's first son, Prince William. Um, which she had postpartum depression um, Mm. after the pregnancy Um, and she was getting a lot of criticism for this but she took William who was a baby at the time still Mm -hmm. on like huge tours that royals usually do she took him to Australia New Zealand New Zealand (laughs) which you see this in the crown the Netflix Mm -hmm. um, original tv show Mm -hmm. it's very good um so she does all that. And then Prince Harry was born on uh, September 15th, 1984, which I didn't know he was a Virgo. <laughs> um, so the princess said that she and Charles were closest during her pregnancy with Harry. She was aware their second child was a boy, but not share the knowledge with anyone else, including Charles. Oh. So she gave them both wider experiences than usual for royal children. Um, she rarely deferred to Charles or to the royal family and was often, um, like, she would not let anything happen to her children. She was, like, going to choose what, there was, what was going to happen, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, she chose their first given names, dis- dis- dismissed a royal family nanny, mm-hmm. and then also, like, chose one herself. She chose their schools and clothing, planned their outings, and took them to school herself as often as her schedule permitted, and then she also it's organized- crazy how this isn't like the norm for I know 
like yeah everyone else you know and then she also organized her public duties around their life and their timetables mm-hmm. so five years into the marriage the couple's um incompatibility and the fact that they were 12 years apart became very visible and damaging um charles had restarted his relationship with a former girlfriend by the name of camilla parker bowles who while they were still together yes while this is who he ends up marrying this is who he's married to right now Mm -hmm. diana later began one of um a relationship with major james hewitt sorry um so the media started speculating that Hewitt was the actual father of Harry. Um, so everybody's denied this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry was actually born two years before Hewitt and Diana began their affair. So okay, yeah. By nineteen eighty, so was Diana um, cheating on him? <laughs> they while were, so they, they were doing it like at the same time. Yeah, they were both having affairs. Okay, did they know they were? I think so, probably. Okay, yeah. By 1987, um, you could just tell that they were both so unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it was just like reported in the press all the time that they were just not doing well. Mm-hmm. And in 1989, Diana was at a birthday party for Camilla's sister when she confronted Camilla about her and Charles's affair. Um, and so... In 1992 and 1993, leaked tapes of telephone conversations um, were leaked, and there were about, um, like, both of their affairs. Um, So that happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm just, I don't think any of this matters here that I have. (laughs) So... She often blamed Camilla for the the troubles in the marriage because although Diana was having affairs, uh, Charles was like deeply in love with Camilla, like okay. deeply. In fact, like he he wanted to marry her, but she was mm-hmm. divorced, so he couldn't. But he was like deeply, deeply in love with this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this time, Diana also started to believe that her husband has been involved in other affairs. She wrote to her butler telling him that she believed that her husband was now in love with his personal assistant, Tiggy Leg Burke, who was also his son's former nanny and was planning to have her killed to make path, uh, to make the path clear for him to marry Tiggy. Yeah. So um, Tiggy was hired to be a companion for Charles and Harry. um, And, Diana did not like that. She was she hated the fact that that was happening. She didn't want this woman to have a relationship with her sons. Imagine um, being hired in your job role as companion. I know. <laughs> you just Can have you to imagine? be their friend. Yeah. So that all happened. So in um, 1995, November 20th, mm-hmm. um, Diana was interviewed for the BBC the princess discussed her own um, and Charles's affairs, referring to Charles's relationship with Camilla. She said, quote, well, there were three of us in the marriage, so it was a bit crowded. She expressed doubt about her husband's suitability for kingship, which period. Um, <laughs> so she also says that 
she had depression and rampant bulimia and was often like she would cut herself which is terrible like on her um, arms and legs um and people also started to believe that she had borderline personality disorder Mm -hmm. um so this interview was like the tipping point and the Buckingham Palace announces that the Queen had sent letters to Charles and Diana advising them to divorce. Um, no, is that the same Queen Elizabeth as of now? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so they were getting divorced. Um, so this all followed after um, Diana accuses Charles' personal assistant, Tiggy, of having an abortion because she was pregnant with his child. Mm-hmm. Um so that all happened. Um, um, so Diana, after the divorce, lost um, the title Her, Her Royal Highness and instead um, was Diana, Princess of Wales. Um, as the mother of the prince expected to be one day be the king she continued to be regarded as a member of the royal family and was accorded the same precedence she enjoyed during her marriage the queen reportedly wanted to let diana to continue to use the style of royal highness after her divorce but charles had insisted on removing it um prince william was reported to have reassured his mother quote don't worry mommy i will give it back to you one day when i am king oh i know um and then So according to Tina Brown, which is a journalist, I believe, Prince Philip had warned Diana, if you don't behave, my girl, I will take your title away. And she is said to have replied, quote, my title is a lot older than yours, Philip, which period. (laughs) Period. Okay, so (laughs) Princess Diana was like massively into charity work and Mm. um doing things for the public she often like traveled she did a lot of traveling to Africa including like Nigeria and Cameroon Mm -hmm. um and it was said that like all of these people loved her so much and it was so easy for her to engage people Mm -hmm. and that's why a part of the reason why like Prince Charles like low-key hated her because it was just so easy for her where it was Mm -hmm. like it took Prince Charles like a ton of work to like warm up to people People. Mm -hmm. so like especially when they would travel and like do these tours which is like something I guess the royal family does a lot where they would go on tours of like Australia New Zealand that are like months long Mm -hmm. because they're technically under still under their like purview I guess you could say so they would tour so that happened um so she would she did extensive charity work for air protection and fighting against landmines um she was the president of the royal academy of music Mm -hmm. um she did a whole bunch of stuff (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm just trying to like find what's really important Mm -hmm. so she was one of the first people to be up in front of like the AIDS epidemic kind of thing where she was like talking about like we have to protect these people like we cannot just let them be sick and die yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um there's this photo of her of her holding 
um, a baby who had AIDS. And everybody was like, that's so crazy. Because at that time, people thought like, if, if you just touched a person with AIDS, you would get it. Get it. Mm-hmm. And she was holding a this baby who had AIDS and everybody mm-hmm. was like going nuts. And that's like a very famous photo of her. Mm-hmm. Um, she even met Nelson Mandela. Um, she. The Mandela effect. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that all happened. Um, I'm just trying to get to like. The good stuff. The good stuff. <laughs> so. um. So after her, after the divorce in 1966, Diana retained the double apartment of the, uh, on the north side of King, Kingsington Palace. Mm-hmm. She also moved her offices to Kingston, Kingsington Palace, but was permi- permi- permitted to use the state apartments at St. James Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, she, was, she was able to continue to have access to the jewelry that she had received during her marriage and was allowed to use the air transport of the British royal family and government. Um, so Diana dated the British Pakistani heart surgeon, Hasnat Khan, I think is how you pronounce his name, who was called the love of her life by many of her close friends after her death. Mm -hmm. And she is said to have described him as Mr. Wonderful. Um, in May of 1960, 1996, Diana visited, um, him upon invitation of Imran Khan, a relative of Hasnat. Um, and visited the latter families in secret. Um, they were incredibly private and the relationship was conducted in secrecy. Mm-hmm. And Diana like often lied to members of the press when people were like, hey, are you dating this guy? She'd be like, no. no. <laughs> um, so she is said to have spoken of her distress when he ended their relationship. However, according to Khan's testimony in the inquest into her death, Diana was it was Diana who ended the relationship in the summer of 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened. So let's get in to her death. On August 31st, 1997, Diana died in a car crash in the, I can't even pronounce it. It was a tunnel in Paris, um, Mm -hmm. while fleeing, while the driver was fleeing the paparazzi. So, um, the death, the crash resulted in the deaths of her companion, Dottie Fade, and the driver, Henry Paul. Dottie was mm-hmm. her boyfriend, I think, at the time. Okay. Um, so Henry Paul was the acting uh, security member of a uh, the Ritz in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Diana's bodyguard, Trevor Rees Jonas, survived the crash. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember my mom talking about this. Obviously, I don't remember. I wasn't born in 97. Right. Yet. Mm-hmm. But there are, like people as soon as the crash happened people flocked to it like paparazzi was there um people were filming like actually went to the site went to the site and like it was hard for the police and like ambulance to like take them out because Mm -hmm. there was just so many people there so Mm -hmm. um the funeral was uh, televised on september 7th september 6th not my birthday (laughs) and was watched by a british television audience that peaked 32.10 million Whoa. And then millions more watched the event around the world. So, mm-hmm. and it was theorized that it was an orchestrated um, death because um, so even though they were separated, like completely divorced, Prince Charles couldn't marry anyone until 
Princess Diana passed away. Okay. So people believe that he had this whole thing orchestrated. Mm-hmm. So um, in 1999, a French investigation concluded that Diana died as the result of a crash. The French investigator concluded that the paparazzi were some distance away from the Mercedes when it crashed and were not responsible. After hearing the evidence at the British inquest, a jury in 2008 returned a verdict of unlawful killing by driver Henry Paul and the paparazzi pursuing the car. The jury's verdict also stated, in addition to the death of the deceased was caused or contributed to by the fact that the deceased were not wearing a seatbelt and by the fact that the Mercedes struck the pillar in the tunnel rather than colliding with something else. Mm. So, um, sorry. So, <laughs> I'm like, do you ever just get tired of talking? Because that's how I feel right now. All the time. (laughs) All the time. So there is a ton of um, conspiracies. I think the number one is just that um, uh, Prince Charles had her killed. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to get into any other of them because they're just so like convoluted and like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Sort of like reaching. Yeah. So, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about this though. One of the main motives which has been advanced for alleged murder includes suggestions that Diana was pregnant with Muhammad Dodi Fayed's child and the Mm. couple were about to get engaged. The alleged dislike of the idea of a non-Christian with the British royal family meant such a relationship between the mother of the future king and a prominent Egyptian Muslim would not be tolerated. Mm. Um, So, and Muhammad, uh, this is his father's view, which was repeated in court in Mm. February 2008, Prince Philip, the Prince of Wales, and Diana's sister, Lady Sarah, and numerous others were all involved in a plot to kill the princess and his son. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of theories were put forward that the Princess of Wales was murdered by a security service under the instructions of Prince Philip. Um, and a lot of people were just saying that, like, that's how they were killed. But in actuality, I think it was because I read somewhere that the driver was drunk and he was trying to get away from the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wouldn't they be able to, t- to know if he was? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. This whole entire situation, it's like... It's very sticky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why don't we... It feels yeah. like we, we should be able to have like more information yeah, on yeah, what yeah. happened, but we don't. I, I agree 100%. So... And a lot of people were saying that Diana was a faithful seatbelt user and like she would not, she was always like, put your seatbelt on, you can't. And because it was suggested that she, the reason, a part of the reason why she died is because she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. So a lot of mm-hmm. people were like, I don't know about that because she would always make it a point to be like, put your seatbelt on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It's just like one of those things where we'll, we will never know. Yeah. Will- I don't think we'll ever know. So that'll happen. Let's talk about what she left after she died. So okay. she left a 21 million estate, um, which was 17 million after estate taxes. Mm-hmm. And they were left in the hands of her trustees, her mother and her sister, Lady Sarah. The will was signed in June 1993, but Diana had it modified in 96 to remove the name of her personal secretary. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so her two sons inherited the majority of her estate. Each of them left with 6.5 million, which was invested in gather interest. 
and was estimated 10 million was given to each son upon turning 30. Damn. So she was like, let's give them an increments. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so many of Diana's possessions were initially left in the care of her brother, who put them in show mm-hmm. in Anthrop twice a year until they returned to the princess. princess. Mm-hmm. And they were also put in display in museums. Um, and they also raised like over $2 million for charity, which oh. is pretty cool. Yeah. Which is like a cool thing to do, especially if she was like highly into charity as yeah, exactly. an adult, like in her real life. And then to continue that after her death is very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so among these things were um, a lot of her dresses and um, numerous family paintings, jewels, and two diamond tiaras. Mm-hmm. Diana's engagement ring and her yellow gold watch were given to Harry and William, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, the brothers eventually exchanged mementos, and William later passed the ring to his wife, Catherine Middleton. Mm-hmm. And then um, Diana's wedding dress was left to Harry. So um, Diana also ran a letter that she wished for her sons to have her um, asked three quarters of her personal property be given to her sons, dividing the remaining quarter between 17 godchildren, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So, so are they, like, is they're like, required to write their wills? I, I think so, yeah. Early on. Mm-hmm. That's the voice scares me. I know. Me. So, um, which also, which is so nice, is because during the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah, Mm-hmm. Harry says the only reason why we could have security now is because of my mother yeah which is That's like insane. I know so yep um I think I can end it here with um someone described Diana as a one-off fascinating and flawed her legacy might be mixed but it's not inst- insubstantial her mm-hmm. life was brief but she left her mark mm-hmm so yeah. that is a very, very, very brief explanation of Diana's yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy to, like, see the similarities between yeah. her and Megan. I know. And it's also, like, scary, too. Mm-hmm. But I think Harry was like, I know... He even said it in the Oprah interview, like, I saw what happened to my mother and I'm not going to let that happen to Megan. Mm-hmm. Which is very... I know, but, like, when you're such, like, at high power like that, yeah. like, you can basically do anything. I know. You know? I know. And it's, like, really scary. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what will happen when William is king mm-hmm. and, like, how the dynamic will happen with um. So when Harry. does he become king? So the order now, it's obviously Prince, uh, Queen Elizabeth, and then mm-hmm. it's Prince Charles. Oh, so... He's even like so the queen has to pass away before. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she could step aside, but I don't see that happening. You know. No, but he couldn't be king while she was still queen, right? Who? Um. Whoever's next. Yeah. mm -hmm. No, because um, she's still alive. So the thing about it is, is um, if you marry into the family, and you're your guy you will never be king mm-hmm. you could be a prince fine whatever but you will never be king but if you are a woman marrying in you could be queen okay and it's okay if there's no king yeah, yeah. Okay. okay well i mean they haven't had a king in the years that she's been ruling right mm-hmm. so 
if if and when she passes it would go to charles but a lot of people are like charles you're already so old you should just step aside how old is he he's in his 70s i think oh interesting yeah people are like you should just let william be king you think he would probably not i think the dude's been wanting to be king his whole entire life he's been like waiting (laughs) he's been waiting (laughs) that's waiting yeah He's a terrible human, so. <laughs> Period. Yeah. No, the whole entire royal family is insane. Crazy. The fact that we have a royal family is, like, it's insane just, to me. It seems like something fake, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, But it's really sad of, like, what happened with I know. Diana. I know. And, so. like, that, um, the interview, I think, I don't know if it was her, like, her last interview that she ever did. But just, I forget exactly... I would have to pull it up, but it would, I, I don't even know where I'm going. With this I don't know. I don't know, what, I, don't know I, I don't know who it was with and I don't know exactly what she said, but it was like one of like her last like words, like publicly. I'm just, I don't know what I'm just gonna stop. I, can't, I would have to send you it. Yeah. I have to show okay. you it. Well, that was know. really good. Caroline. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I know it was very rushed, but I'm also a little in a hurry. <laughs> my mom would my mom would love this topic she's the crown's biggest fan yeah all moms are i feel like yeah it's bizarre my mom was like i cried <laughs> i'm sure my mom did yeah. too um that was really good caroline thank i you, love that you. shit um thank you guys so much for tuning thank in you, thank you thank uh, you make sure to like subscribe rate us please rate and subscribe and review I'm begging. Please. It's not that hard. Um, where can they find you on socials, Caroline? At Caroline J Campus. Follow me at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram. Follow us at Not So Famous Pod. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tell your friends. Tell yeah. all of them, all of your friends. Please. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Bye. Next week when we record, we're going to have one week of school left. Kind of crazy. That's very crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.